0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got Simpsons Comics number 240 from Bongo Comics. This is actually the newsstand edition. They do still sell some comics at the newsstands and they actually can oftentimes be more valuable than the ones you get at your local comic shop. That's a little secret for you. The Simpsons have been a part of most of our lives. I know I was watching from the first episode in 1989 for a long time. I caught a couple of Tracy Ullman shorts before that. I bought their first seasons of DVDs. And I have a lot of fond memories of our favorite family. Interestingly, I was never much of a Simpsons comic fan. I should have been, because at about that time, 1993, is when Bongo Comics was debuting at San Diego Comic-Con, when I was first going. My time is a little off, but they were most likely at Comic-Con by 1994. Possibly not 93, but probably 94. And I was there at Comic-Con too, and I remember seeing the first issues of Simpsons Comics, Bartman, and so forth. I never bought them. I should've. I was a Simpsons fan. I don't know why I never did. Those books have a little bit of value nowadays. And so 239 issues later, here we are. Simpsons comic number 240. I really like this cover. It's basically the Simpsons family getting doused in a rainbow. And it's actually a wraparound cover. Because if you follow that rainbow to the back cover, it's coming from a barfing unicorn. That'll make a cool poster. The Simpsons getting barfed on by a unicorn. The cover is by Jason Ho, Mike Wrote, and Nathan Kane, And it ties into the first story, Outside the Lines. Writer Michael Sakin. Pencils and inks Jacob Chabot. Colors Art Villanueva. Letters Karen Bates and editor Nathan Kane. Basically the family goes to the library. Homer gets a bunch of coloring books. He's coloring at the power plant instead of paying attention. He's coloring at the bar instead of paying attention. He's coloring at the bar instead of drinking. He's coloring at home instead of watching TV. And his family is concerned he's coloring too much. Even Lisa jumps in. I know kids who got hooked on coloring. At first, it was just a unicorn at lunch or a butterfly during recess. Now they're knocking out whole books on the bus to school and they don't feel a thing. Is that how you want to end up? But her words are to no avail because Homer keeps coloring when he eventually falls asleep and enters the coloring book world of the Fox and the Weasel King. This is pretty fun. This part of the art looks like it's been colored with crayons. Some parts are still black and white that haven't been colored in. Homer's interacting with everyone. Eventually, he's on a quest, and he gets to a part of the story he hasn't colored yet. So everything's in black and white except for Homer and the fox. And it's really fourth wall because at one point Homer is even turning the page to escape a dragon. The dream continues, and then Homer battles the Weasel King. And it's fun seeing the Simpsons characters interacting with these anthropomorphic characters. There are a couple of house ads. Another digital exclusive, the Mighty Mo Sizlac, number one, available in June on the Simpsons Store app. It's a parody of the Hulk. And another one, Bartman Returns, the epic three-part, sensationally super-secret saga begins in August. A parody of Batman Returns, complete with Power Suit, and Futurama Comics number 83. That's another series that's been going on for a while. Characters are very on-model. Perhaps it's the legitimate heir apparent to the end of the original run of Futurama. Next, another story. Marge Simpson in Just an Ordinary Day. Now, as soon as I saw this art, it looked really familiar. Reading the credits, Terry Delagene, writer, Mike Cazela, pencils and inks, Alan Hellard, colors, Karen Bates, letters, and Nathan Kane, editor. So, Mike Kazela, one of my favorite furry artists, he's working on the Simpsons comic. He's worked on other ones, too. I've seen his credits several times. He's also worked on Ren and Stimpy comics. He's worked in animation. And he had a great book back in the 80s with Fantagraphics, The Adventures of Captain Jack. No, not that Captain Jack. The Captain Jack who's a space-faring cat adventurer and his crew aboard the Glass Onion. So I recognized Mike's style here. It's slightly off-model to The Simpsons, but it's on-model to Mike's style. This is a cool life from Marge's perspective story, how she handles her family, her life, her life is her family, great montages, and basically she's the rock that her family depends on. The last story, Mob Rule, by Dean Rankin, story and art, Karen Bates, letterer, and Nathan Kane, editor. This one's an interesting one. It's, it's visually very symmetrical. The first Panel is a wide panel taking three columns That page then has six more small panels as the action progresses character to character And the second page of the two-page story is Six more of those small panels and ends with another three-column wide panel So visually I like that. It's it's in an inverted layout fast action Lots of characters get their say, and it actually leads on to The Mighty Moe Sizzlack Number One in store soon. There's an editor's soapbox page which you don't really see anymore on most comics, Nathan Kane and the Bongo Beat. They talk about various conventions coming up, a joint collaboration with United Plankton, the people behind Spongebob Comics, and all about their digital offerings. Another thing you don't see so much nowadays anymore is a letters column from fans. This book does. It's their junk mail. Do you have a question, a query, a quixotic conundrum? We've got your answers to all things Bongo and more. So a lot of letters and art from younger fans. It's kind of really cool to still see youngsters drawing Bart Simpson and Homer like I used to do. The kid says, I am nine and three quarters years old, and I love The Simpsons. I watch anything that has to do with it. My favorite comic story is Simpsons Comics number 233, where Homer eats the shiny donut. Mm. My favorite character is Bart, because he is epic. P.S. You should make a Simpsons movie number two. I don't know about nine-year-olds watching The Simpsons movie, and I don't know about nine-year-olds watching The Simpsons TV show. But that's just me being an old fogey, because I used to watch The Simpsons so many decades ago too. And not to be outdone by The Walking Dead, The Simpsons also have their own compendiums. The Gang's All Here, 176-page trade paperback, Simpsons Colossal Compendium Volume 5, from your friends at Bongo Comics. And we end with the back cover of The Barfing Unicorn. So this week I read Simpsons Comics number 240 from Bongo Comics. This has been the Weekly VM Compost Comic Book Club. See you next week.